take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. to ask you this question do you did you feel like the black sheep of your family no i was not the black sheep of my family my sister was what about you oh i was absolutely the black sheep of the family i always felt like i was the black sheep of the family no way but okay well let me ask you this though how about of our fifth grade class I would have to say a big yes. Big fat yes. Okay, that. good. I, I mean, <laughs> I, and, I, and I'm going to have to just go, I think we both were absolutely the black sheep of our fifth grade class, especially, especially for doing The Choice is Yours by Black Sheep as a lip sync contest in the fifth grade in West Omaha at a Catholic school in 91. <laughs> I mean... Think about this. It was 92. We've talked about <laughs> we've talked about how rap didn't hit by high school for us, right, right? right? And we were like like oh my god is rap there? We were in the 5th grade. Yeah. We were in the 5th grade on stage in front of the whole school oh doing god. the choice is yours by Black Sheep and then to top it off, we made our own remix of the song to include a piece from Strobe Light Honey. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, we were the black sheep. We were the black we sheep were of the definition the of yes. <laughs> and <laughs> you very you nailed it. What a show intro. I mean, we we talked about it several times that rap was not a thing in the Midwest and in for middle America in general for why not we just go ahead and say it for white America until about late 95 early 96 when Gangsta's Paradise came out and Coolio made it made hip hop not not gangster rap anymore it was hip hop yes. and throwing it back to the hip hop that you coined uh, a couple yes. seasons ago yes <laughs> so yeah we so what were we okay when we were um 12 years old fifth grade doing a lip sync in front of the whole school when we are doing rap and i remember not thinking we were going to get through. I was thinking, there's no way they let us actually perform in front of the whole school. <laughs> like the teacher, the principal is going to run out, stop everything, stop everything, and cut us off and go get off the stage. Well, there was a preliminary round. We actually had a preliminary round where we had to perform in front of just our little class of about 30 people. 
before yes. we could we had to prove ourselves worthy to pr- to play in front of the whole school assembly. And I and I can't believe we got through that round. In fact, I wanted to consult my junior high journal, April 28th, 1992, which was a Wednesday. For some reason, I wrote down the day. It was a Wednesday. I did the same. <laughs> Chad, Darren, and myself performed the lip sync in the lip sync contest. What happened was we had a primary round of songs. I think I meant preliminary round of songs. Our music teacher saw them in advance before we performed it in front of the, uh, the whole school. She could kick anyone out. I don't know if she liked it, but the kids sure did. I noticed that, insert the name of the girl I liked in fifth grade, was blushing during my performance. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I also made her laugh. That was great. So <laughs> there, So I don't have a journal entry from the time we actually performed in front of the school. I have it on good authority that you do, because you not only have your journal... You have surviving puberty. Yes, I have the full. I have the full book, and I have it right here. The novel that um, you made out of your junior high journals. <laughs> May twenty fourth, nineteen ninety two. What day was that? Jack? I realized. I realized I haven't start. I haven't written in for a long time. I don't know why you made. You always make fun of me because I always start with. I haven't written in a while. Well, I, I skipped over. I skipped over that part because it wasn't <laughs> pertinent. But the first words on yes, my journal friend. were, "Sorry, I haven't written in a while." That's oh, how so you I did started. it too. We yeah, I just skipped it. over yes. that. <laughs> Friday was the day that we had the lip sync in front of the whole school. Afterwards, a lot of people came and sat by me and said, we did good. The song was The Choice is Yours by Black Sheep. You want to know what Justina's reply? See, since I published a book legally, I can use the fake names. Justina's reply, Damien told me this. Justina said, Damien, you did good, but Chad did nothing good. (laughs) Then Justina's mom said, from Jude, which I will say is you, you did the lip sync with Chad like it was a bad thing. I can tell when I'm not wanted and I'm not wanted near their family. So that was my entry after this. I know you're, I know you're, you're mocking it and you're, you're making it, make, breaking up with, your, with the, the, the voice cracking effect that you did there. But I, yeah. I could see in your face there was some genuine pain there. And it, you know what? That is some... That in 92, there was. There is, still is, and I, you're reliving it 30 years later, and I feel bad for you, because you know what? how much BS that is? Justina's mom? mom? Justina's yeah. mother, who would have been like late 30s, early 40s, was mocking my best friend to my face. Like, the guy and who then I you just came did the lip sync <laughs> And then you came and told me it. Well, I felt like it was it was pertinent. It was pertinent. If anybody's wondering what song we're talking about here, it's by Black Sheep. It's called The Choice Is Yours. But people most commonly would probably know it as the song that goes, you could go with this or you could get with that. For years, when I would look at people and go, man, you know that song, The Choice Is Yours? And they'd go, what? And I go, you, know, you can get with this, you can get that. Oh, man, I love that song. <laughs> like, it's like nobody knew the name of the song. They literally did just know, like you said. You can get with this or you can get with that. That's how people knew the song. I think yeah. a lot of people thought that was the name of the song, this or that. Yeah. And I, if I, and, and the, other, the other thing that most people probably sticks out in most people's minds is the fact that the single version, the song that became the big one, the hit on the radio and MTV, there were two versions of it, by the way, was the reprise yep. version. And it had the, uh, come on, 
come on, uh, come on. If you if you look at this on YouTube, like almost all the comments are some variation of uh, come on, uh, come on. <laughs> well, that that version was way better than the other one. I mean, it it, it just it was a lot more. Fun. It was it was way better than the album version. Like I completely forgot that there was like a non reprise version. But it's just interesting that the reprise is the one that became the big mega hit. Kind of like Ice Cube's version of, um, oh, check yourself. Like, the reprise version became the one that everybody remembers, not the album version. Yeah. yeah I, I'm just digging deep here for this stuff. Yeah, way. Go go tell, deep. Tell us more about the pain in your, of, of your childhood, Chad. Let's, let's talk about you being a black sheep in junior high. Um, well, well you're not up. my therapist, so I don't really need to <laughs> I'm not Bobby. go, go there. <laughs> She's the one I turn to for a lot of my problems. Um, so I, I want to talk about how this thing started. It was, it was your idea to remix the song, right? I mean, I liked doing remixes, but I think you kind of, you kind of introduced me to it. So it was your idea to do that right yes uh because from a very very early age i loved music i mean super young age and i also liked mixing music and in fact i mixed music on cassette well into the early 2000s i think it was 2001 or two or three before i made my last mixtape and i'd had the two the two um two tape boom boxes where you could record one tape onto another and I, I got really good at, partially we had to do it to edit out the swear words from the tape that we would then play in our cars on our way to basketball practice or something that our parents could hear and not hear the N word or the MF word all the time. Yeah, yeah, I that's how that. I learned how to edit. <laughs> it, it, I didn't learn how to mix because I wanted to mix. I learned how to edit the swear words out so I could say to my parents, no, look, it's clean. Even <laughs> though they knew 100% <laughs> what it was. But I also got really good at, at at like stopping things on the beat and starting the next track. And so all my mixtapes were like one continuous song, really, that just flowed from one thing to another. And and this and the skit and, and Strobe Light Honey was its own track on this album. And it's a really funny it's a really funny bit, honestly. It's it's probably the funny they got a couple good skits we'll talk about on this one. But the the concept yeah. of it, you're at a club and you can't see what the girl looks like because you just see a glimpse of her in the strobe light, and then you get up next to her and you're like, uh yeah, this isn't gonna work. Um sorry, I <laughs> What's what number is that? Number? Um one nine hundred. Exactly. <laughs> so we did a strobe strobe light whole thing where Chad played the girl. He wore we were Wayne and Garth. Because Wayne's World came out in late night in the summer of ninety one, we did, we did. No, no, we played Wayne and Garth, and then we were like, "Well, now Chad's going to play the girl on stage." Now again, nineteen ninety ninety two. I said ninety one earlier. Ninety two in fifth grade at a Catholic school in West Omaha, and I'm on stage dressed as a girl. All right, Adam, go <laughs> doing the female part, and I'm, I'm doing the female part. The Mac Daddy, who's like too cool. Like I'm not going to give you my number. Oh, you're butt ugly looking. And, and and that's funny because this is proof that and then I wonder why I was the black sheep of the class. I never cared. I mean, I would when it hurt, when it stung a little. Yes, it hurt, but I never cared. I mean, I you know, like it's it's not about shock value. It's just about not being afraid to get on stage and you know be whatever to show to show your vulnerable side. 
Well, you know, and I and I wasn't I wasn't going to show my vulnerable side in front of the. I was all about being cool. Ellen, in 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. What's that? Majestically cresting the horizon as it makes its way into port. Why, it's the brand new HyperX Armada monitors, mounts, and arms. Both the HyperX Armada 25 and 27 gaming monitors come bundled with a sturdy HyperX Armada mount and arm. If you need every split second of advantage when gaming, the Full HD Armada 25 and its 240Hz refresh rate are for you. If you like to soak in the graphical majesty of your gaming, you'll be eyeing the Quad HD Armada 27 with an 165Hz refresh rate. Set sale for HyperX.com or Amazon.com to start making your display armada. Video Death Loop is the show where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. Come in on any episode. Video Death Loop, new episodes every Friday. I don't remember if you actually saying anything or if you were just kind of the guy in the background like using props and stuff i i, see I was much more of a prop guy i mean yeah. I, I was i was totally fine with that i think so what I was darren doing i, <laughs> I think I, oh, I think i think i was doing a little bit more than just nothing i think mm. i was doing a little bit of oh come on you know i played the girl part right you know i had lines in the girl part in the beginning i mean i really stole the opening uh-huh um i mean I was a I was a huge influence, and then you just you did the whole lip sync rap. Yes, and even within the version that I played, that we played I, again, I used the tape and inserted an extra verse from the original mix that doesn't yep. appear on the radio mix. And so I had multiple layers. I was mixing my own stuff back then on cassette, and I can't believe we got away with it. I. Definitely remember them turning down the volume, like fading it out on us, like towards the end. <laughs> like towards the edge a little off. early. <laughs> but they, I'm just surprised they, they let us up there anyway. I mean, how bad was everybody else that didn't make it past the preliminary round if we did? I mean, I had completely forgotten that there was a preliminary round. When you when you brought this up, I, I was I was shocked. I mean, I don't even remember doing that in the class. That's why mm -hmm. I had to ask you if we did the same song or not. Mm. I thought because, you know, we were a school of unity. Yeah. That everybody got to get up there. So I I too want to know how bad people were that didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and good I thing mean, I've got it written in, in my own handwriting, in cursive handwriting, by my 11-year-old self in 1992. Man. So, this, uh, the first time I'd ever heard of this, this this came out, this was like, I was discovering this around the same time as Digital Underground. Digital Underground came first, and, and nothing was cooler than the Humpty Dance video. But this came yep. shortly after, in my world, seeing this video, and the video was awesome. It was like that underground, like they're all wearing like hoodies and it's just a big group of guys standing around acting cool. And that's very much what we we're trying to emulate in our lip sync. <laughs> and it's like this, this underground sort of like, 
I don't know if you remember the uh, Foot Clan hangout in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 1989. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was, like, cool and, like, arcade Yeah, we always wanted to be part of the evil Foot Clan <laughs> oh. because they have, like, they had the skateboard <laughs> yeah. section and pool tables. Arcades. And, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you want some cigarettes? Regular or menthol? <laughs> so, so, yeah, it looked like that. And then there was a really cool effect during the this or that part where they would have like an image of something and they would grab it off the screen and like it looked like crumpled paper. So you'd see something and it was all very positive because it was like a crack pipe and then you could go with this or you could go with that. And then he takes it off the screen and throws it away. Lines of cocaine, just a a guy in a Ku Klux Klan outfit. Like it was anti-drug, anti-racism it, it was hooky. It had a great rhythm to it, a great sample, tons of samples. Ugh, come on. Loved it. And it yeah, just it made me great. feel something. And it was very yeah. much in that category of Digital Underground where it's like the, the smart hip hop, the funny yeah, hip hop. I was trying to I was trying to figure out what it was. Cause clearly, clearly we had a type. And I got to be honest, after re-listening to this entire album, I still enjoy a lot of it. And and I was trying to think, and then it dawned on me, because like there was Naughty by Nature, there was Digital Underground, and then there was this album. And this was like the big rap that we listened to in, in and around fifth, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out what it was that I liked so much about it. And I really think it's because a lot of rap was a lot of, one, two, three beat. And it was all about the lyrics. It was all about the rap, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the beats were very simple. I, I personally think I loved the softer, jazzier style Definitely. rap that came in in the early 90s. I mean, up until early 90s, it was way more simple. And it was just heavy beats and and rad rhymes. But Black Sheep and Digital Underground, it was just, it was different. It was, it was still super, super sexual, but on a softer note, I don't know what it was about that that really, to this day, makes me like these artists. This entire album is is just chock full of Racy hilarity and hypersexualized, ridiculous comedy and yeah. humor. Yeah. Like people, when we were, when I was listening to it at eleven, I either didn't know what they were talking about, or I did, or I thought it was cool. And I knew what they were talking about and thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Then you listen to it today and you're like, oh, I'll take the choices yours out. It's full of just ridiculous parody and like sexualized humor. Yes. Like it's, it's a co- it's damn near a comedy album with jazzier rhymes. I mean, yeah. that's what this is. That's the, you're right. You're right. And, and it's, it's, there's so many layers to this, to this album that are so subtle. But there's so much comedy and weird stuff baked into it yeah. that it's 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 hard to notice all of it. If you want to look, not everybody's going to love this album. But if you want to, if you want an entry point, if you want to know what we're talking about, listen to the choices yours and give Similac Child a shot. It's yeah. it's not the funniest one they do. It's just a guy hitting on a girl at a bar, and it's really like well played. I love his lines. And he's like, so what's up with your mother? Does she look as good as you? And and all that, yeah. um, all that yeah, stuff. It's, it's, it's not so as, smooth. It's, 
Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to be that cool. That's the entry. That's the perfect way to enter Black Sheep if you don't know. You know, the choice is yours, Similac Child. Don't go to like past the 40. I mean, like, you know, that's that's I liked um, past the 40. I love no, I love the track. I love the song. It's not a great entry. That's not your entrance. You know, 